Welcome to episode 50 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just stake our problems in the face. We take our problems and we shoot an arrow into the chest so they fly into a radio and explode death by stereo. <laughs> then we also we also push our problems into a just a whole bathtub full of garlic and holy water and just watch them just 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 fly like crazy, just, just, just like disintegrate and like volcano up into the, the air and just rain over us and destroy all of our plumbing in the whole house. Um, Mostly oh, yeah, that do. was crazy. That was a crazy. The whole I about it. was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but every week we get together and we do our best to make a graphic novel. Most recently, it's been a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical. And, Steven, we've been kicking butt. We've been stabbing them in the face with our stakes. How's it going? Uh, what were you supposed to do this week, Steven? I was supposed to finish coloring the comic. How'd it go? And I finished coloring the comic. <laughs> Finished it. Finished it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, dude, it's it's. So welcome to our Lost Boys Spectacular episode fifty. I hope you all enjoyed the song and everything that we put together. That was <laughs> that was fun. Um, let's get like yeah, a little bit of business. You you did you did all your stuff, Stephen. We have a we have a finished book now. We have a we have a book. All we have to do now is I have to throw the letters on top of the rest of the pages that you finish coloring, and that'll be the end. So, and I've already um, I've already lettered all of the finalized pages that you've sent me. So it's just whatever the like what like six to eight pages that you had left. Um, yep, or I think it was like five and a half or something. Yeah. But I probably I don't think I uploaded a couple more of the pages I had done prior to saying five and a half. So right. yeah, because I don't think you have all of the campsite sequence, and right. that was done you know a day or two ago. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so like as soon as so I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna get all that stuff, it, and I already have all of the files ready to like literally just drop. I, it's like I, I, it's such a fun, fulfilling process <laughs> because I already finished all of the hard part of the lettering. Now all I, like I just take the file and just drop it over your file, so it just looks nice and make sure yeah. it lines up. Yeah, dude, it's so good, and like everything lines up perfectly because I'm working off of the files that you already. You yeah, know, the colors are literally on the same scale file so yeah. it should all be oh, good it's so good dude it's so good it's, it feels so good um i had a rough week because i had covid steven i got oh. COVID. I, I i i was sick last week i don't know if you noticed that i was not here i it seemed to be here i know a lot of you were fooled a lot of you have contacted us you've been like anthony i noticed that you changed your your outfit a lot last week and i was like <laughs> Nay, nay. Um, what you were seeing was an illusion created it was, by it, it, it was algorithm Anthony. Okay, it algorithm. It, it, it's a bot that I I made, um, specifically just to cite off all of his introductions. That's all. Right. That's all. He be booped up an Anthony. I'm not even necessary <laughs> anymore. Like. Uh, 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 so, so you you can see how little I do around here when you can just beep boop, you know, and I just appear again. Um, no, but it was like I hated missing a week, but you guys did great. I'm I'm so mm -hmm. glad that you you were able to do that, and it's like I, I I felt like a jerk. Like like I know obviously it's not my fault, but like I felt like a jerk. I'm just like I hate missing. I hate not doing it. I want to do it, and I I know I shouldn't be that person. I shouldn't be the person who's just like oh yeah, I always have to be productive, and I always have. But I am that person. I can't not. I'm not gonna pretend I don't want to be productive. Stop stop being Bob from bob's burgers okay take a day off all right I can't, dude. no, I, no I, like it, it's it's funny because like i i enjoy it like i enjoy all the stuff we do so then when i don't get to do it it's just literally like me not getting to like experience those particular joys um mm. you know i did uh experience a few different joys um like the joy of not tasting or smelling anything <laughs> oh man you, and you have video evidence of like the worst like 
oh. concoction. It, it's not as bad as the stuff that Tina had mentioned right. in her AMA, but it was, it, I mean, what was it? Yeah. Onions, mustard, uh, yeah, sugar. Uh, <laughs> all so together. Gross. Jelly. It was, all... <laughs> it was, like, it was so um, oh, but man. so, so for those of you who don't know, um, which I'm sure everyone's aware that, you know, like one of the symptoms of COVID is you uh, have the opportunity of losing your, your senses, uh, which I have, um, it was terrible, dude. And so what I've been doing is I've been like randomly just mixing up foods and just seeing, just, just basically like testing the universe being like, you know, like I want to be, I want to like throw it to the universe and be like. Cause you you know how you know how it's like pride comes before the fall you know it's like like I am begging the world to just give me one of those moments where I'm like I'll put anything in my mouth no <laughs> like, I just want so bad just like I'll take take that bite and I'll be like <laughs> just like oh my gosh I taste it was disgusting that was the worst give me thing some ever. give me some wasabi glazed bull testicles I can <laughs> eat anything you have no idea what <laughs> <laughs> the, the first thing. I so like I, that's kind of what I've been doing is like I've been just just hoping I've been begging like the universe just to like give me any sense of taste back. Um, that being said, Stephen, so I've been drinking my coffee as just just black iced coffee is what I've been drinking, Stephen. Just, just there's no black. need. There's no need to add all the, no all the mute, add, pointless I calories. I don't need to add sugar. I don't need to add uh, creamer. I don't taste it at all. Like there is nothing. There's nothing there. Um, for some reason tonight. I, I wanted to have some coffee and I, I poured my coffee and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live like a pig man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be cultured. I'm gonna put some cream in my coffee like like a like a human person. Um, and I did it and I was like, I don't know why. I like I probably wouldn't even taste the the texture difference really. You know, like maybe maybe a little bit of like it does get a little silkier. Like whenever silky. I add cream, that's the reason why I I could drink just black coffee, but I I really can't because I need the silkiness of the cream. So the, the silkiness, like I have noticed there, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll get to like the texture thing in a second because it is pretty funny. But tonight, Stephen, I took a sip of that coffee, and there was a faint scent of caramel. Oh I tasted, man! I tasted it, Stephen. That's awesome. And like, and it wasn't like a full explosion, like ratatouille, like Remy, like things dancing around. It was like Remy's uncultured brother you know like like the one who's like he just wants to shove stuff in his mouth but like when he eats it there is that little spark of something that's what i had steven but, but like but like up until that point for this whole week it's been only a void of nothingness just like bland death of my senses so it's it's like that little spark was like like it almost brought tears to my eyes i was like i tasted something that's amazing like, Dude, it was like a, like it was a very emotional sip of coffee for me because I was just like I can't freaking wait. I'm it's coming back. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm oh. back full strength. Well, not full strength, but enough. Yeah, dude. Oh, it, it's but it was so good because I'm so I'm so ready. I'm so ready for food. Like, like you know, it's like to like eat a piece of pizza and not taste a piece of pizza. Like it's so weird. It's so weird. And like you'd think that I would do the right thing and I'd be, I'd be like, let me just eat all these vegetables because I can't taste anything anyway. No, I'm still just like desperately like, <laughs> like going after my normal food. I'm like, come on, come back to me, come back to me. And it has not, but until tonight and tonight I finally got something. Um, it's weird, dude. Having no senses, like having no sense of taste and smell, is very weird. It's it's very strange because like I start noticing things that like I never would have noticed, you know, like like um, like temperature and um, texture profiles of things that like I like. 
I get so I, muted basically by the well like everything is gone like like flavor wise it's gone but there is a weird sense of like whether or not something is tangy or like it's like I can tell if something's supposed to be sweet or savory but I can't actually taste strong senses of the nerve endings still react basically. yeah it's really weird dude because like i can tell when there is sugar in something like i mean of course i could feel some of the granules and stuff but like i can i can sense the sweetness but i can't taste it and it's the strangest thing because i can't even it's weird i can't even describe that but like when i try to like i'll drink um i'll drink orange juice and 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 like i i notice the tang and like the, i notice like the coldness of a tang you know, it's different than water, but flavor-wise, it's just the same as water. It's just like this nothing. It's literally nothing. So it's like, it's almost like, you know, flavors and stuff are like in layers, like on Photoshop. It's just yeah. like, yeah. it's like, so you have, you have all the flavor layers turned up, but the tang layer is still on. <laughs> yeah. So there's like this, like, like super low opacity tang layer. <laughs> I'm like, why am I saying <laughs> It's like 10% tang. 10% tang. I no. prefer 100% tang, but... <laughs> so this is our... It's going to be our Lost Boy special. If, if you didn't notice, we filmed a music video, Stephen. Um, we did. Stephen, you put that you put that cover together very well. Uh, for those of you who might not know, that song is uh, Cry Little Sister from the soundtrack of The Lost Boys, one of the best vampire movies of all time. That's uh, one of Stephen and I, our favorite movie. It's one of the first movies that we bonded over, if not like the Absolutely. strongest movie that we bonded over. Filming that music video was so much fun. It was. It was we absolutely. filmed the entire thing just in that one room that you're in right yeah. now. It's all, it's all. It's what we always do. We're just like, hey, we could probably just shoot elsewhere. We're just like, or we could just, you know, we could just film in here. Let's, <laughs> just, yeah. Let's just film everything in one place, so then we don't have to move. Yeah, That's we the, just, we just stay still. Kids are kind of doing their own thing a little bit. Maybe we'll be fine. Oh, speaking of the kids. Okay, so if you listen to the song <laughs> throughout the chorus, there is a there's a choir of angelic voices singing <laughs> "Thou shalt not kill." Um, and, and and you know and other things. Um, Stephen, we wanted to get your daughter to we sing did. to sing that part, and uh, we tried. We tried our best. Cambria actually had a good voice for it, but um, she didn't really have like the tempo which or the beat you know she didn't have like she doesn't have the click in her head she doesn't she doesn't feel the feel the vibe perfectly she's six and it's like she listens to music all the time but i did i did i did the bad white not bad the good white lie thing because she was like daddy daddy i want to hear i want to hear me sing and i'm like okay and i hit play and it's just anthony six times singing in different harmonies it's not there's not there's not one not one of those harmonies is her but i just i mix it down man i told her that she was in there she goes that's she even said that's mr <laughs> anthony i'm like no you're in there how do you think how do you think mr anthony sounds like a like a girl like you're in there you're just mixed down into the mix to kind of create this chorus that's effect. so good so she's gonna good. watch she's gonna watch this episode one day and she's gonna hate me she's, she's not gonna hate you okay well it was just so funny because we tried and like you brought her into the room and i was like listening through the door and like you know i, I hear her her give, just trying but not <clears throat> she wasn't taking direction you know like it's not it's like they're kids you know so like kids don't want to listen and understand how to like like you know just change things a little bit when you have to um oh you mean do exactly the same <laughs> way i did it the first time dad 12 more times okay more times totally. just <laughs> well like we what we did was i recorded a like bare bones like very simple version of it uh for her so she could sing along with me 
and then she just didn't, didn't really use it, you know, as much. So anyway, so she so she left, and I was like, all right, Steven, I'm, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm just going to go, you go ahead and build that, <laughs> those bunk beds, because that's what was going on, I believe, yeah, that night so, you were doing vocals. Yeah, so, like, so Steven and Tina built bunk beds, and I sat in there just pretending I was six little girls. Um, that's <laughs> what I did. That's, that's what happened. Why do you think the Lost Boys is so important to us? I was actually thinking about it today, man, and I think it's just, like, one of those movies where it it found us at the right age first of all mm-hmm. um but man like they're really it's just one of those movies that has a lot of the different arts going on in it at the yeah. same time and like cry little sister really it doesn't make the movie but it's i mean that that song was as big as the movie and like right. those two in tandem with just like this different because i mean i'm not sure like there was a lot of different 80s vampires movies but i feel like that like was capturing that like the bad boy vampire mm-hmm. persona like i mean like david david is like a timeless vampire you know yeah. and like these things weren't done as much as they are done now they're done as much as they are done now because of the lost boys so like yeah i think it's just like one of those situations where that that movie just found its audience at the and it probably wasn't even its target audience at the time i mean i i mean your, your aunts and uncles love it too and they're they're, they're older than us but man, like that age group where we were at, we were probably like 10 or 11 years old finding this movie and like yeah. being obsessed with it because it came out, it came out the year I was born. So like when we saw it, when we, when we became yeah. enthralled with it, it was probably because of the Gen Xers in our lives, actually. Right. I mean, they probably <laughs> the ones that introduced us to it. So it's amazing because like it is so very much 80s, you know, mm-hmm. like, like like the costumes and the, the like the the music and the, you know, just the quarries. So the quarries. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's so very much 80s, but like, I, okay, so uh, Lorcun on Twitter asked us, um, "Do you think the Lost Boys can still find new uh, fans, or do you think it's so? It's only like the only reason it's relevant is because of nostalgia." And I was like, <clears throat> my immediate response to that was like, "There is obviously a nostalgia to it, but mm-hmm. I I feel like." Um, I feel like there's so much more going on, you know, in, in that world. I feel like, like they, they set up this, a really cool vampire lore. They set up a really cool vampire hunters. Uh, it was, you know, it, it had like the whole Goonies-esque, um, you know, yeah. kid, you know kids doing what it they was, can. It's a team fight too. That's what's so cool about it. Like <laughs> yes. most vampire movies have like your lone killer. That's the, the BA. Mm-hmm. And like, he goes and kills these like nests of vampires or there's, right. Or vice versa, there's a group that's killing one, like Dracula, where right. it's like the one vampire, you know? Like, this was like a, a team. It was like the X-Men intro with the, the villains and the heroes just running at each other. Yeah. But like, no, like, I, I feel like that's what made it so great was like this this big showdown at the yeah. end. Like, it's this like... like well, the it was, entire it was awesome. ensemble works, you know? Yeah. Like, because... Like every character, no matter how silly or 80s they look, like every character is a strong character and it's really great. But like even Max, like even Max is fantastic in that movie. Dude, I mean, even the mom, the mom's fan. I mean, like every character is a character. Every character is such a strong character that it's just like it works so well. And like it's it it isn't as if like the movie is only resting on the laurels of the eighties. Like it's not like when I watch it, I'm I never have the thought of like, oh man, I wish I can go back to that time. If anything, I'm looking at their hair and I'm like, haha, that's silly. Like, like, look at Marco's hair. It's like the silliest curly mullet in the world. Looking like Beethoven. (laughs) But like, it's funny because, um, and that's, that's kind of what I was thinking is like, 
it's it's amazing despite the nostalgia kind of you mm-hmm. know like it's it's the it's like the the brotherhood and like the camaraderie of the friendships that are built and like the weirdness of like the the frog brothers trying to get uh sam to kill his own brother you know <laughs> like like there's there's so many it's it's just like all of the characters just come together in this like the best sort of stew and it just worked for that time and honestly like we haven't really seen anything else like it like there aren't you know there aren't a lot of even like modern vampires that are like fun and scary and kind of badass and this like the lost boys just kind of like tapped into all of them like they allowed the vampires to be like a little cool and a little sexy and a little scary and a little you know like and it was dark but it was dude the reveal scene with the with the gang at, on the beach and yes. like like dude that scene is insane <laughs> cuz like the movie does go like a decent stretch before the reveal and well, like it's just it's such a good reveal like michael is just like blown away at what's happening before his eyes and like it's just awesome dude like i don't know i i love that movie like obviously we obviously love that movie cuz we have a 50th episode special for it but like yeah man no that movie's great on, on so many accounts so two people i like i, I have one more question <laughs> i just want to get to because two people asked this it, um amber is editing and the true john west um whom we love asked the meme lord man so good um but so it, good he asked do the vampires in this movie flap their arms to fly or do you think they just superman it now <laughs> now okay Obviously. We kind of know. I mean, the answer is kind of the Superman, right? Yeah, they kind of Superman. I mean, you you can tell based on well, you can tell based on the the, the fight scene at the end with between mm-hmm. uh San, or David and Michael. You can tell the way they fly back and forth that they're just kind of you know my turn and you know they're they're just using their bodies to fly in whatever direction they want, like Superman does. You know, like there's no actual like trajectory change with arms or anything. <laughs> like they're just choosing. To magically fly. Um, uh, I'm just imagining David flapping his wings. Though. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like that. Being said though, that being said, there there are probably some vampires in that universe that are like trying to figure it out, right? <laughs> like absolutely. There there are some marks, you know, that have not figured it out yet, and are just like <laughs> doing their best to fly and look cool while doing it. <clears throat> well, it's it's so funny. It's it reminds me of like like Buffy, how all the vampires magically know kung fu, you know, yeah. or it's like. You know, like in the in the Lost Boys universe, um, once you become a vampire, do you just automatically know how to fly? Do you automatically know how to make your face do the the like scrunch the vamp thing? out? <laughs> yeah, do you know how to do that right away? Which, by the way, I think the vamping out thing that was a that Lost Boys kind of created that, right? To some yeah, extent. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Most vampires, it was I've always seen. just vamping out was always just fangs kind of fangs. pulling yeah. down. I, I I wonder I I would like to look that up and see like where that really came from because I mean I, like obviously the Lost Boys was the first time I'd ever seen it you know mm-hmm. it was like it it felt like I don't I remember as a child like a really young child watching uh, Lost Boys on TV and like loving it and then being really scared during like the like the scene at the campfire because um, I was really small and I remember like. When their when their brow changed and it was like oh no my god no. Yeah, I was yeah, like their terrified. cheeks and their brows like it was yeah it was yeah and I was and I was like I was so scared that like I remember my parents like muted the TV and they were like go touch the TV it's a TV they're not real they're not real I was just like oh you know like I wanna <laughs> you know but dude I I don't know I'd like I, but but it's so effective it's such a cool look yep. and it's classic and like now of course I associate it with like Lost Boys Buffy like. Pretty much every which, 
I need to check my source, but I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon references that from Lost Boys. I think I, I think I read that somewhere. I'm not positive, people. So you can kill me. Don't kill Anthony. It's not his fault. Don't kill me. <laughs> um, oh, That's man. a good question, though. I'm just imagining... Honestly, though, like just a, a slight detour out of out of Lost Boys for a, like a microsecond. No, <laughs> Invincible brought that whole idea of like creating your own flight space. Yeah, like it's like one of the first places that's ever kind of described it. And like when when um, Omni Man is explaining to his son like how like you create your own momentum. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's so cool. I mean, it's obvious that's what you do when you're flying like that, but it's cool that it has to be acknowledged. Like, no, like you can push off of just thin air. So yeah, the Lost Boys are just literally pushing off of thin air. They don't need, yeah. they don't need their own, they create their own momentum basically. Okay. There was another question. I should have written down who asked, but I didn't, unfortunately. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Um, but someone asked, and, and I'm curious because I've never thought of this. Um, <laughs> they all wear boots, right? The vampires, like the bad, you know, like, like the vampire group, uh, for the most part, the boys, uh, all wear boots, like, like, you know, just kind of like combat boots and stuff. Um, they have gnarly, crazy vampire monster feet that they use to hang upside down. Yeah, so how do they... Are they fitting those feet in those boots? Like, like <laughs> are, okay. Do the do they, feet do, do the feet vamp out? Do the Wait, feet do the, vamp out. Do do the boots vamp out? I mean, does any object on the Lost Boys vamp out with them? Like, <laughs> I just like I, I I don't okay. Obviously, they have to put the the shoes on because they have shoes on. Like they wear boots and stuff when they're walking around the boardwalk. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they're hanging upside down, sleeping from their crazy talons. You know, like, like until night falls. But then, like, it seems as if they just kind of fly out of the cave. Like, I mean, when, when it shows, like, them go after, like, they're just immediately f- dropping down and going to get. So what you're telling me is we need to make a spinoff movie where David actually pursues them from the cave and he gets to quote John McClane because he's barefoot the whole That's time. Right. He's That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they're not barefoot when they go after the boys. Like, shouldn't oh, they all be? Man. Maybe they are. Maybe Dwayne is. I, I don't remember if he has. Uh, the, the the one who gets, like, Death by Stereo. Does mm-hmm. he have shoes on? I can't remember now. But, like, it's driving me crazy because I was just like, they really shouldn't have shoes on. It's kind of like when Batman takes off his mask and he doesn't have black makeup on his face. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how are you doing that, Bats? <laughs> he should have black makeup around his eyes because he always has black makeup around his eyes when he has a mask on. So when the mask is off, therefore, black makeup should appear. The Lost Boys should not have boots on. <laughs> they, we need, like, a Lost Boys Cribs. We should have done a Lost Boys Cribs. Like, like just, <laughs> you know, like, they do, like, the quick camera pans. And then, it like, shows Marco. It's like, yeah, so whenever we buy a new pair of boots, we just take our knife out. We kind of cut a slit right here so our little talons can pop out. But the slit isn't isn't wide enough so that we can't, you know, still walk around in our boots. Like just like all sense. these like it makes sense. I mean, probably what they did. I'm sure Boot at least slits. one of the Lost Boys was like super talented when he came to like, you know, just just crafty. He was crafty. He was a crafty boy. <laughs> all right, boys, let me see your boots. I'll sew them back together. It's it's morning. <laughs> it's evening now. It's time to go out. <laughs> so um Steven, we there's so much we could say about the Lost Boys, um, but we do have a special surprise, Stephen. The Frog Brothers, whom we are dressed as right now, who we just made a music video. We 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 were we were the the Frog Brothers in our music video. Um, but they have a special message for us, Stephen. 
Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to hear it and for the people to hear it. Yeah, they they have a special message for us uh, for our 50th episode. So let's let's play that and hear what they have to say. Hello, this is Edgar. Hey, this is Alan Frog. And we're the Frog Brothers. Mm. Mm. So it looks like you got a a podcast that's reaching 50th episode. Yeah, first first of all, uh, I want to know how many pods does it take to get to an episode? Yeah, and why are you casting them off? Where where are you casting them off to? I don't understand. I'm confused about all of it. But But this message is for Stevie Wildcard and... uh, And Anthony. Yeah. Now, this is a book by... Antoine Starpuncher, Star whoever I, that is. That's a great name. I say we go punch some stars right now. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, stars and vampires... I like to hurt them. Yeah, we'll I get... I like to hurt... Because we'll, what's a star, anyway? Yeah, like a star I mean, is... Not like uh, the star we know, because she's hot. She was hot, so I don't want to... But wanna... she's old now, because she's not a vampire <laughs> anymore. She's uh, probably still hot, but uh, we'll no, get to that not later. Really. Not probably. Whatever, dude. Listen... Couple things you first want of all, say. just because you were a vampire for you know whatever. Hey, I was a vampire. Five you know years, what? Ten years. You took some time off. You look great. Not Appreciate the rest that. of us aren't so lucky. Uh, you know, I happen to drink frog juice. It keeps me looking virile. You should try frog juice and also maybe try becoming a vampire for a second and then watch it because if it gets too much, we're gonna kill you. So, all right. So anyway, listen. Uh, they, they've got some questions. I don't yeah. understand any of it, but I'm gonna try. Uh, will you please tell us if all magicians are vampires? What the hell are you talking about? All right, so this has exactly. been a rumor that's been going around lately. Oh, it about is? The, uh, a rumor. Well, I, I don't think there's any truth to it. I don't think there's any truth. We looked into it. We actually staked a couple of magicians just, just to kind of see, and it was lucky that they were in their box that, so they didn't get killed. So that was lucky because they were innocent people. They weren't vampires. So, so I don't think every vampire, every magician is a vampire. Certainly every vampire is not a magician. Maybe it is on some level. Certainly an undead magician. Well, first of all, yeah, vampires can do things that norms, norbies might consider magical because we can't, like, fly and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... That's your question. Is that magic, or is that just, like, an after-effect of being part of the undead, right? Yeah, like, you're just a ghoul. You're a ghoul. Magical. Oh, it's magical. You're gonna get staked is what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, because it's magical that you're a ghost and you fly around? Does that make you magical? No, that makes you an ugly, stupid ghost. Staking the heart is magical. Right. Another one. Okay, wait, now, now, the other question is... If a trident would be the perfect vamp slaying weapon. So now a trident, you know, uh, just to sort of. Uh, I don't even here. chew gum. <laughs> well, I'll recommend four out of five people try a trident to kill a vampire because yeah, you got your three prongs, and that's what's good. Uh, it's a, it's a good weapon. It's a good idea, and I'm I'm bummed that we didn't think about it. I'm I, okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell you. I'm, let me tell you what I'm I'm bummed about. I'm bummed that I didn't use. Where is it? This, this stick right here. See, that's a trident. And I'll use yeah. it right there, right through your heart right yeah, now. You want it How about one that? Dent. You like that? It's a one dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dent. One dent. The dent goes inside. You make inside us doubt you. what we do. You, you make us that's doubt it. it. You make us done. doubt our vampire hunting. It's over. It's over. It's over for you. So, right, you have one I hope chance. you really enjoyed yourself. I'm not giving him a chance. Who's I'm just chance? not from us. I'm just saying from <laughs> other people might give him a chance again. I don't think so. 
I, I'm, I'm saying I, I feel kind of bad. Like they, they got a, uh, they wanted a video, and now they're dead to us. It's, I feel like they, they deserve it a happens. chance. It happens. Yeah. You're dealing yeah, with the Frog Brothers. Life. You're dealing life with the life. Frog Brothers, man. That's what you get. You think that Michael? You think you that Kiefer? You, get. <laughs> you think that David? I don't know what you're talking about. You're losing your mind, man. David, you think that David Are you turning thought, into a vampire again or something? What's David, going on right now? You, you really think that David invited us over for tea? Is that what you think? Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway, listen. I got to go. I've had enough of this nonsense. Alan, we're going to have to get you checked out. Stevie, Anthony, hang in there or don't. You guys are awesome. Because if you hang, that means you're probably a vampire too. Probably true. Dead Get yourself us, a garlic t-shirt. Have a good again. night. Yeah. And stay safe. Say your brother. You feel better. All that good stuff. Everything. Frogs out. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Dude, I just love how, like, cool, like, and Corey's great, but I just love how cool, like, Jameson is the whole time. Like, he's just, like, so, like, just on key. Like, he, like, when he slipped up with the key for thing, too, and maybe, oh, like, so chuckled so hard. It's so good. Dude, I was, I was, I was so happy to get that back. It was it killed me to keep that surprise. So it's a not. It's a not just. I wanted to like show you immediately, and I want to show everyone. You know, but it was just like I can't. I can't. It has to be a surprise for episode fifty. It's important, you know. But like, oh, how cool is that? We got the actual Frog Brothers to do a you know a quick video. So thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and to say our and to say our names too. That's the best part. Here in the Antoine Star Puncher oh, and the so Stevie Wildcard. So good, isn't that so, like? Oh, oh my man. gosh! And to answer our question about magicians being vampires. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like, for, yeah, dude. It's so great. Like, James, yeah, him saying that my weapon idea was, was very. <laughs> it's so good. So, dude. But anyway, but it's it's so cool to hear from the actual Frog Brothers. <laughs> it's just yeah, so for cool. sure. I, I love it so much. I've seen that Corey Feldman. Um, like, I, I think he wants to do a like Jason versus uh his character from the Friday the Thirteenth movies or something, and like I like I I, I like that he has some sort of like personal attachment to these roles and like wants to stay, you know, like relevant in the genre and stuff. But like, I want them to make Frog Brothers stuff. Like, a, like, like, I want them to make Frog, like, to, to, quote, to quote Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec, I want them to remake the Frog Brothers and I want them to get it right. <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's very true, dude. Like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. That's what I would need them to do. Um, Like, I, I got this book here, which is like Reign of the Frog Brothers, and I've been reading it, and I'm just like, it's not that it, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's like, it's not what I want it to be, you know? And like, I, that's not fair. It's not fair to feel that way about anyone else's art. But here's the thing. It's mine. The Frog Brothers are mine. <laughs> I own them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, in my heart, in my heart, when I read that, I'm like, that's not the thing that I think you're capable of doing with the Frog Brothers. You know, it's like, I, I, I see, I see that you're, you know, you, you have some ideas that are cool, um, but it's just like, like, like the wrong kind of cheese, you know, and it's like, you need the right kind of cheese for the Frog Brothers. It's very weird to see like David come back and like the fact that they were planning on not killing him with the antlers the way that, you know, he obviously seemed to die in the movie. I mean, he turned young. That's my problem with it. Yeah. Oh, he died. Like, like that, that's okay. So, so it definitely affected him enough to like hit the reset button on his puberty, you know, like what, yeah. like that, that, that was interesting. So I, I don't, I would have, I want to live, like we talked about this earlier, but like, I want to know that alternate timeline 
and like how they were actually going to explain that and like justify it and you know what they were planning on doing with it and everything you know i don't know i, I feel like the lost boys is such a like interesting property especially since in initially um all of the characters were going to be like aged down it was supposed oh, really to be, yeah it was supposed to be more of like a peter pan like lost boys like young kids type of thing like everyone was going to be like laddie's age you wow. know yeah so it's like it would be such a different movie to like have those you know like really young kids as the frog brothers and stuff it would just be a little goofier than it is like it, it is goofy in a in a fun way but it's it's funny how like they could take characters like the frog brothers who had no actual experience in hunting vampires but they still had like some sort of like gravitas. Like they still like I still like believe that they could beat the yeah. vampires. You know, like like they still to some extent knew what they were talking about, which we all kind of know what we're talking about with vampires to yeah, to an extent. You know, like it, it's you know, like, or at least we all know the same nonsense. You know, like we all know about sunlight and holy water and garlic and stakes to the chest and per like uh, potentially silver, maybe not silver, but we're not really sure. You know, like, it's just Depending. funny. <laughs> yeah, that, like, it, it's just so cool that, like, they took characters who had never experienced vampires, th like, let let us watch them experience vampires for the first time and actually succeed in, in to an extent. You know, like, I, I feel like the Frog Brothers didn't actually get to kill many vampires with the exception of Marco. You know, yeah. like they were, I mean, they, they were, they were almost killed by Laddie. Paul basically almost kills them, except for Nanook comes in and pushes him into the holy water. Mm. Right? Like, I mean, it's, well, he says try holy water death breath, right? Yeah. He does get to spray him at least, but he was gonna murder those children. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like he was one of the scary, I think he like looked the scariest, was, yeah, especially once sure. he had like the, the holy water burning his face and everything. It was, it was like reminiscent of that scene uh, from Batman. Do you remember when, um, when the Joker gets water splashed in his face and he starts pretending that he's like burnt and like, you know, and he goes, boo. And he's just like, you know, he has like the, the makeup scratches in his face and stuff. It just reminded me of that, but like scarier, you know, just like, mm -hmm. like terrifying vampire. But just I just remember just like the the the, the flesh like specks being like that were oh broken. yeah like the like the like the, the yeah like yeah the, like like the splatter basically yeah that splatter from the holy water just like I remember seeing that as a kid and be like oh well, yeah like that's that's a scary one you know but like but it's so cool that we got to see the you know we got to see the frog brothers face him and face Laddie and face all these you know and like come out feeling like they were champions you know like it was it was it's pretty awesome you know and like i just i want those characters to have more of a story where they're where we get to just see more of that you know where like, they actually where they actually kind of fill the booths that they say they could fill you know like where they are like actually existing in these worlds and yeah it just hunting it would be, vamps it would be so cool and like it would be fun to watch them learn as they go and not always jump right to the like oh they're the frog brothers so they're you know the strongest best vampire hunters in the world it would be cool if they kind of sucked at it a little you know like I, you know obviously they have to be competent and they have to or mostly they have to be confident and they have to be kind of like wanting to be badasses you know but like i like it's it's just like my favorite scene in any superhero or like a superhero origin story at least is like the hero discovering their powers and how they use it you know like there's nothing more fun for me than watching spider-man learn to shoot webs and like try to yes, web absolutely. for the first time dude like every 
like say what you want about Superman, but every Superman movie, when I watch him like try to take flight for the first time, I'm like, yes. And like, I just it's like, so epic. Yeah. Going every time. I'm just like, I mm-hmm. want to watch it. And like, I like those scenes and like, and yeah, we've, we've, we've way surpassed that as in like, in like epic scale as, as far as like super, superhero movies are concerned, because like nothing has surpassed the whole like Thor Molnir and Captain America. <laughs> like that was like, like there, there have been so many awesome moments though. But anyway, um, my point is like, I like watching a hero become the hero, you know, like there's, there's so much to like, to, to enjoy about watching someone recognize their own like power. You know, and like if someone's already if someone gets like Mary sued, you know, where there's like they're, they're suddenly like the most badass character in the world. It's like it's not as much fun because you don't get that journey and like yeah. and you don't get that discovery of them feeling that sense of like self-worth, you know, or like, or, like that sense of power, you know, like it, the first time, you know, he stakes a vampire. It's like, oh, my gosh, I freaking did it. You know, yeah. like, that's amazing. And, and then like, the chaotic amount of blood. It was crazy. Them and, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, just, like, dude, and I love it. The whole like no two vampires go out the same way. Like it was so awesome. And it was just like we like that's the kind of energy that like I really would like to see in like other you know, uh, property, like Lost Boys properties and like Frog Brothers properties. But I feel like it's like, that's not really what they want to give us. What they want to give us is like the badass, like grizzly, like, like grizzly, I'm, I'm a, I'm a vampire killer and this is what I do, you know? And like, yeah. that's all they are where it's like, I, I just, I, I just want to see a little bit more of them growing as vampire hunters, you know? Cause like, it was the most fun part of the movie for me, you know, like, but I don't know, dude, I don't think any other vampire movie is really, has really like done what that one has. Like the, there have been some that have come close. Like, have you ever seen near dark? Mm-mm. No, like there are things I didn't like about near dark. Um, but near dark did share the, it was like around the same time. Um, and it did share like the badass subculture vampire, you know, like, like the, the vampire with the leather jacket, who's kind of like a badass and doesn't care, you know, like the counterculture, you know, like, I don't want to be a part of like mainstream society. I'm just going to be like, go live my life as this vampire and kill people from town to town and stuff. But, but it's just like, there was this, um, but it's like a small group of like badass vampires, just like in lost boys. And they're all like, leather jacket wearing cigarette smoking you know like black car with the paint over the windows so they can drive during the day type of you know vampires and like it's really cool it's a it's a it's a good movie um there's some things i didn't love about it but it's a lot of fun and it's it's like one of the closest i've seen to lost boys that had that like that feeling to it except for the only the only difference for me is like nothing there was nothing uh glamorous about those vampires like like when you watch when you watch lost boys it's like part of me is like i kind of want to be one of those vampires you know like like you know i kind of like i would I those would, like, guys are really cool those guys are really cool uh they might all have mullets and have and like wear leather jackets and stuff and like you know but like they're cool there's something really just like that life seems great you know they're just like hanging out and having a good time together it it seems like they just they feed because they have to you know but otherwise they're just a bunch of buds (laughs) just hanging out they go they go they go watch sax man play every now and then you know (laughs) they just 
no other vampire movie has the oiled up sex guy. So what are you gonna do? I don't know, I've been trying to think of like other modern vampire movies that like had that sense of coolness to it. Like, like you know, where you, you kind of want to be one of the vampires, but you also are like kind of scared of the vampires. You know, it's, it's weird. It's such a fun tone that I don't think really exists in any other movie. You know, it's like nothing really comes to mind. I feel like with Lost Boys, they just, there's just so much good about it that like, like for example, it's not a great movie, but uh, John Carpenter's Vampires actually has like a lot of cool ideas and yeah, like for sure. characters and things like that going on. Like the 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 head vampire they were chasing, like I remember feeling like very intimidated by him. I can't really. Mm-hmm. I, he had like the long like yeah. long curly hair and the nails mm-hmm. and all that, but. Uh, but yeah, then like their techniques of killing it, their windows, my, like their dude, there were so many. My, cool- my favorite thing about John Carpenter's vampires was just the very beginning. Like, like I, yeah. I, I hate feeling like that, but and, and like I love John Carpenter. I think he's like a living legend. Uh, you know, like he could have made the thing and retired as far, you know, or Halloween and retired, or like Escape from New York and retired. But like he's just like keeps making it like they live and retired, but he doesn't. He just like, keeps making these movies. But like, dude. The beginning of the movie where they're basically fishing for vampires and dragging them out into the sun that was awesome that idea is so cool the idea of like chaining these vampires and like dragging them into the sun and letting them burn as they you know just like as the sun rains on it was amazing like that was it was so cool and i wanted the whole thing to just just be that you know i just i did i just wanted the whole thing to be that and them just like having to deal with like vampires that pop up and do different stuff like just just that, more of that, you more know? of that, and like, and I, I know it's like it's you can't you can't just do that over and over, but I would have watched it, and I would have <laughs> loved it. Like good I really, money. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. I, I, I really, I, I love that that whole segment of the movie so much. Um, no, that opening sequence is straight fire for sure. Like that's it's awesome. Yeah, just them getting dragged out and bursting in sunlight. Violent oh, vampire deaths are just the best. They're just so much fun. Like it's so much fun. It's because they're monsters. You know, it's like like there's you don't you have to feel there's no remorse. You know they're terrible creatures. You know that they they're evil. They're like the closest to demons that we get without you know being a demon. You know, mm-hmm. like they are they literal bloodsuckers. There's nothing like the the concept of vampires is so scary if you actually think about it. You know, like like if if. If there was actually a creature that was so terribly thirsty for just our blood, that's terrifying. Like, dude, terrifying. Like, to be I, the I, prey I, of something like that. Basically. Yeah, to be the prey of something. Like, because I mean, obviously, we 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 can sit here in our rooms with like posters and comic books and stuff on the wall, and not have to worry about lions. You know, like yeah. I don't have to worry of about any sort of predator whatsoever. Like, you know, and of course, you know, I I can like get in my head about um like home invasion. It's like the the scariest, the, like closest version to a monster that we're gonna find is another person who's going to just come into our homes on you know uninvited. Um, but yeah, so like just the idea that there is like this crazy alpha predator that's out for literally our blood like we are we are actually their food is pretty yeah. t- like like they don't eat anything else like they only eat people it's not like they have like a, a, a range diet where they you know sometimes they'll suck the blood of a chicken yeah. like no they they drink human blood yeah it's it's terrifying dude it's it's like it is a really scary idea it's just not something that obviously it's not real so so <laughs> like so we have we we get to like have that 
that like you know that little step of removal where it's like eh, it's it's not real so it's not really scary but if you think about it it's a really terrifying concept you know mm-hmm. like i mean zombies are are equally scary but i i find that i think zombies are scarier when they're strong you know like when a zombie is just coming like the original night of the living dead when the zombies are just grabbing at you and trying to get you and they're not just like like you know when they feel like they have some agency or like some capacity to actually hold or grab it's scarier you know it's but like but a vampire is like 10 times that because they're even stronger than humans i think i think and yeah i think like i'll I'll actually just i think i want to say like vampires out of most of your your typical run-of-the-mill horror monsters like there probably are just the scariest because of of their desire for human blood, like you're saying. Because like zombies are scary because they do the same thing, but they're also just zombies are almost like representative of chaos. So they're right. not so much they're they're just scary because you just don't want to be spotted by one, you know. But and like werewolves is just a, a man that can't help it. Anything that's in his way, it's like almost like Incredible Hulk. He's just right. gonna slash and tear whatever mm-hmm. he comes in contact with. Whereas a vampire is like, no, I choose to like. Not right. only hunt you, but like play with my food too. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to, you know, entertain myself while I hunt you. Basically, like they're just the most twisted, I guess, to some extent. You know? Yeah. I mean, especially, I, I think one of the things I like a, a lot about vampires is that there's such a wide spectrum of possibilities with vampires mm-hmm. because you can do the whole spectrum of consciousness with vampires. Like you can literally have a brain dead thirst hungry like you know just like fangy monster who just like you know like what they become in uh from dust till dawn you know where yeah. it's just like monsters that are only out for it's just they're bloodlusty that's all it is they're just coming at you and like there's no stopping them you know it's just like it is it's just an instinct that they need your blood and so they're coming at you or you can literally have the you can have an incredibly self-aware conscious vampire who just chooses what he's eating or what she's eating you know and like that's that's scary you know like the like 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 either is terrifying you know like just the have a have a creature that's stronger than you who's faster than you who can just destroy you you know who wants to eat you terrifying then to have one that literally is looking at you because they want to eat you on purpose yeah like Like, and enjoys it and like thinks it's cool and like yeah no that's why they're still so relevant like that's why like don't get me wrong werewolves are still relevant zombie zombies are definitely relevant right now like that's the the Mm. vampire of the 2020s and the teens but um vampires are just they can always be spun and they can always be refreshed they're just a timeless they're just a timeless monster for sure the Lost Boys will continue to be a timeless monster as well, Stephen. It's going to live forever, I swear. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it by episode one hundred. I swear to God, I'm gonna, but, get, I'm, I'm gonna talk to Kiefer myself. Oh man, episode one hundred, we're gonna get Kiefer on the podcast. <laughs> Listen, Kiefer, I know you've aged a lot, but if you have a set of deer antlers, I have a magic trick I can perform. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard this works wonders. Uh, <laughs> I went to St. Augustine where they had the Fountain of Youth and really it was just a bunch of deer antlers all over the place. Everyone the just key the is to not pierce your heart when I push you through. The lungs can shred them. We'll just figure it out. We don't we'll need you on an iron lung. You'll heal. But this is going to turn you young. Steven, you killed Kiefer. And he's not young. Well, it worked in the damn movie. I'm not sure what's going on, Anthony. <laughs> just can't tell it. <laughs> 
Oh, poor Kiefer. I brought up episode 100. I'm going Boom. to I'm going to suggest. Now maybe it will change by the time we get there, but I'm going to say right now when we get to one when we get to episode 100, musical episode. Oh man, I'm so I almost want to bump that to 75. <laughs> <laughs> we could. I it doesn't matter. Like 75 is a big like that's if a, we maybe we should set like a goal like or something, but I don't know. I'm definitely for 100. I'm almost for 75. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. We're almost to 500 subscribers right now. Right? Like we're almost yes. there. We're, we're getting there. Like we're growing like casually. Like we're, we're growing um, almost to 500 now. If we can get to a thousand. Now, the reason is just because it's, it's, it would be a, a gr- it would be an amazing feat to get to a thousand by episode 75. Like mm-hmm. that would be that would take people actively trying to help us out. It would take people like you know, like you know finding us, like you know following us because it's it's slightly um slightly faster than our average has been so far. You know, mm-hmm. um. But if we make it to episode seventy, I guess it would have to be seventy four. But if we make it to episode seventy four and we get to a thousand subscribers, episode seventy five will be a musical episode. I'm so down. I, I want to hear your hello in, in song yes. form. Uh, I'm so excited for oh, that. Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Dude. <laughs> so like, so if, if you're watching this right now um, and you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers by episode 74 so we can make episode 75 a musical. It'll oh, be man. so much fun. Dude, um, so what are you going to do this week? You fi- you're, you finished coloring, so what's you got to start working on music? What are we doing? Yeah, man. like uh. I guess music is next. I guess I'll start plugging along on that. Since it's all colored now, um, after you get the word balloons on, I want to double check anywhere where there isn't color. You know what I'm saying? Like right. maybe a layer didn't lay right. Like maybe right. a green glow didn't overlap over a black line where it should have. Um, so I think we should just do like a little little check over those, which you've you've been pretty good about already. Anyway, you've been finding things that have. Oh, well, I have not- colored. I have colored things that he, have not he, been colored. He's the captain now. I am the captain. <laughs> I have, I'm not saying that all of the art was me, just all the good art was mine. I think all the, it's, it's, that's like one of my, one of my favorite things to do is just like, I have to, I have to fix these little insignificant things that would take Steven like two seconds to fix anyway, but I'm like. Steven, look what I had to do, Steven. Why did I have to do this? See these two pixels I covered up that you forgot about? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? This work. But dude, what's crazy, but it's good work because what's crazy about those tiny little pixels that are not visible on the digital screen is when you print them, sometimes there's just like a white dot. That's why I'm so careful with leaving like no like true white on the page, Mm -hmm. but. Oh yeah. Printers pick true white up and they're like, yes, white. And they just like, it's like, this dot on the page and just hurts your eyes. But yeah. Dude, so, okay, so I'll, we're gonna solidify the, I this week I'm gonna letter everything you give me, which will be the rest of the book. So we're going to have a fully lettered and colored book by this week. And it's going, and like my son is in school now, which means I have a full six, seven hours where- it's awesome. I just get to work. I'm so jealous of you, man. Like, I can't wait until, like, we're selling enough comics to where I can, like, at least take a day or two off during <laughs> oh, the know, week. Oh, dude. I know. I'm so excited for that because, like, dude, I've been pushing through because, like, quitting WoW has, like, completely changed the game for me, obviously. Yeah. But, um, like, I still work 42 and a half hours yeah. a week. That's, a, that's a, I mean, that, that stuff, I mean, you're just so, bl- and I work in the sun. So, summertime, it's oh. even worse. Like, when, oh, I know. wintertime, I, I have way more energy coming home from work. But, um, 
but yeah, man, it's going to be exciting. Like I, and, I, and we're just steadily growing. Like as we always have been, we're on episode friggin' 50. Like we made it to 50. We're we made almost, it to 50. A, almost a full year, dude. <sighs> we well, we've actually, been, yeah, it's we've crazy. Been, we've been doing this and like between the two of us, we haven't missed a week of our podcast, <laughs> which is amazing. And I'm like, I'm so happy. And like, I think that, I don't know. I'm, I'm so glad that everyone's still with us and listening and enjoying what we're doing. Um, it's it's been amazing dude it, and just the fact that like our process is what it is and has been getting better i can't wait for deathless like deathless i feel like be good i feel like it's right around the corner and it's going to explode i think like i i, I really feel like i feel like i'm gonna write it pretty quickly because i've been on pretty much on fire just to freaking do it you know like i can't wait to do it so like the first issue is gonna come out like nothing i think um and i'm i'm ready for it and i i think as far as like your process and like how you've been progressing lately, I think that we're going to finish Deathless so fast, you know? You'll be able to probably flat Deathless too, which is yeah, gonna dude, be, 100%. The flats are going to be a lot more simple. 100%. It's like, because we're going to be inking and like the, the solid inks are so easy to flat, you know? Yeah. Like, like if, if you actually have like an outline of ink, it's just so easy to basically, like, especially with my program, it's, it's so great filling that space with just like, I could use a bucket to like paint bucket tool yeah. for most of it. And it's mm -hmm. like simple. Um, dude, but I'm excited. I'm so excited for that. This week, I'm going to finish all the letters and I'm also going to send you what I have of the songs. So if you want to start uh, messing with like the, you know, the the music for our music. Just want me to Lost Boys. I, I, I hope that's how it happens, man. Cause like literally like we decided to do a Lost Boys cover and like I found a drum track and I literally basically had 95% of the song done musically yeah. done within like two hours. Like I was just like full mode. I'm like, oh, I'm vibing this. It feels good. You know, it was so, so much fun. I like, I hope everyone enjoyed that. I, I love doing that. I was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to sing that song. It was a lot of fun to make the video with you. And I thought you hit the so notes. I thought you hit the notes. Amazing. And like my kids asked to listen to it in the car all the time. So it's got some replay value with the kiddos, you know, that's awesome. I love it, dude. I like, I, I I wish Atlas would like get into it and start liking it. I tried playing it for him and he's like, it's pretty good dad, but it's also a cover. Don't you have anything original? Jeez. And I was like, come on, son. Like you're my son. No, no, <laughs> but I, he's, he, he's so sweet, but he's just like, he's like, oh, it's good. It's good dad. But like, he won't, he's not getting into it yet. And I'm just like, I want you to like this so bad. I want, I want to, I, I think I think I just force music on my kids so much, like because like when they come in the car, they they like they will always like they know it's either Deer Hunter, Brand New, or Coheed. But like so, but like yeah, they they do love music a lot, and like I mean mm -hmm. Atlas Atlas has the like other sides of your nerd. I'm sure he loves music too. He loves playing well, piano. The weirdest stuff. thing about him is he loves music, but he loves music that like I don't I don't listen to. He just he finds these ridiculous songs and they're fun for him, and he just like absorbs it and he loves it, and I. I just want him to like my music. Stop. Listen, man, hop in the Bright Eyes album and enjoy <laughs> this. It's melancholy at its finest, Atlas. You cry with daddy now. <laughs> you don't cry, I'm going to make you cry. No, I'm kidding. But, but yeah, dude, so that's that's what I'm going to be doing this week is making my son cry to music that I like. <laughs> but but uh, that's good. But thank you all for watching and listening. Thank you for joining us for 50 freaking episodes now. It's been amazing. I'm so sorry that like, I'm probably coughing throughout some of this episode. Yeah, me too. Uh, <clears throat> dude, I'm getting the 
<laughs> don't you dare, Steven. Don't you say it. I can't have you. I can't have you feeling that way, Steven. I think it's his allergies for me personally. All right, good. But no, it's like I'm I'm still getting through it. It's I I'll be okay. I'm on like the upswing. I'm like everything everything's coming up Millhouse. I'm like working my <laughs> way through it. I tasted my coffee today, so I'm I'm in a good mood. I'm I'm happy. I'm thankful everyone's been watching and listening and supporting us and you're all amazing. I I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Steven, how do you think it went? I think it went fantastic. I think I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Good episode. Oh, I hope so. If not, I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame Jameson. I'm gonna. I'm gonna blame him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, 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 that interview might even just be a bonus episode to this episode. I was, I, I was thinking the same thing too. So, like, you even know, if he, even if he comes in like after the fact, I think he has all the <laughs> all the intentions of doing yeah. it. And I think it's really like almost on us for not just getting that interview done Earlier, way before. I knew yeah, he should have. I know we should have. It. It's it really is on but, us. Like but like but, lesson learned. Like next yep. time, next time I'm yeah, courting a celebrity, I'm gonna just, just, just pull just that take him on the yeah. You, I mean, you can't wait. You can't wait the three days on those. Can't wait the three days. Gotta gotta you gotta fire your shot. <laughs> gotta fire the shoot that shot. And yeah. Just so you just so you know, Kevin Smith. I'm gonna get Kevin Smith. We're coming for I you. I want to get, get Kevin Smith. We're coming for you by episode 100. I swear we're gonna get. Oh man, we could. I think we could do it. I, <laughs> and I, I think he would enjoy us. I think he would have a good time. I want to get Kevin Smith on our show by episode 100. It's, it's, it's. That's that's been the goal. I'm gonna try it, and we're gonna. He's gonna love it. He's gonna love our podcast. I hope. Polly Shore would be cool too. That would be pretty funny to have Polly Shore on our podcast. For and sure. I, I, we should write the Weasel verse. Like I think that's what we need to do. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. I, I want to. Oh my gosh. I at least want to come up with like a solid pitch for him, and then mm. pitch it to him and see what he says, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, he might like run away and be like, you know, stop pitching. Why does everyone always pitch me the Weasel verse? And he like runs away. <laughs> It'd be pretty amazing if people were just constantly pitching Polly Shore, just like you need to have a shared universe, all your characters, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's true though. I mean, like Link, Link from um, Encino Man is in like three movies that ties mm-hmm. together a Polly Shore universe, unlike anything we've ever seen before. And I feel like uh, he needs to make it happen. And we're going to write this, Stephen. We're going to write it. Um, it could be a vampire movie. I can make oh, it man. cross crosses over with the with the frog brothers. Like oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Polly Shores of Empire? It would be so good. Oh man, seeing Paul. Check it out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just need it. I need it I, so like, he, he like bites the neck and like, wheeze the juice. Wheeze <laughs> 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 in the juice. Thank you all so much for following us. Uh, I know we already said that, but like, it really does mean so much to us. Um, Like you're making it happen. Like we are pursuing our dreams and it's happening. So we're just going to continue to push and we're going to continue to do our best to entertain you. And we love you. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been We Have Issues. Thank you so much. Put the music video there again just for fun. <laughs> I don't like to have my face in there, just a shirt. It's okay. It's, 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 it's,
spill a little bit on the floor, it's okay. Just drop it all. <laughs> do it! Just be confident! I Taping of Lost Boys take like one million and six. That way you can center on the screen. Hang on. Open your eyes fiercely. <sighs> Pretend the ceiling's the floor. There you go. My hair fell off.